Roxo podcast. Um, it's been a little bit longer than I wanted, but I was on a very much needed vacation. I went to Florida. I had so much fun. I got tanned. Well, this is very tanned for me, and I got burnt very, very, very badly, which is fun. So now I'm peeling, um, but all in all, I had so much fun. Um, we stayed in a condo on the beach, which was so amazing. I always kind of been scared of the ocean because I grew up watching Bethany Hamilton, Soul Surfer, love that movie. It was my favorite movie now. Um, I haven't watched in a long time because I very like overplayed it um, in my childhood days. Uh, I thought it was so cool for watching a movie where there was a shark attack and not having to look away um, for the shark attack and that's probably why I also love the Meg. Um, but yeah, um, that was a lot of fun in Florida and it was all good. Spend lots of time in the ocean, spend lots of time suntanning, spend lots of time at Ron and John. Um, and then Thursday, we spent a lot of time outside and it was only like supposed to be 20 degrees Celsius. And so I was like, oh, like I'll be fine. Like it's supposed to be sunny, but like I won't get that badly sunburned. And um, I got really badly sunburned and my whole family got really badly sunburned. And I don't usually burn too much. Like if I do, it's like just a little bit on my shoulders, but I'm also from like Northern Ontario. Uh, so the sun's a little bit different in Northern Ontario than it is in Florida. Well, it's the same sun, but like um, the rays from the sun is a little bit different. So um, I got to experience a good, nice sunburn. And now I know that even though I was applying sunscreen, I'm just kidding, I wasn't. I only applied it like once and that was like in the middle of the day. Um, but everyone else is applying sunscreen. I'm like, next time I'm going to make sure that I'm applying sunscreen because it was not fun at all. I look like a lobster, got comments on it that like I should be at Red Lobster. Um, and it, my, the worst was my nose, even though like I'm so conscientious of like my skin, like they're like, if you sunburn too much and you get like wrinkles. So I always am putting sunscreen on my face and I thought that I was putting it on my face a lot, but still like the tip of my nose got burnt so badly and peeled. And then like, I was just going everywhere, this huge scar on my nose is so embarrassing, but it was so fun. It was very needed. Now I'm back in Ontario with the snow. We have lots of snow. It snowed yesterday, so that's not fun because I don't like the snow too much. Well, I don't mind snow. I just don't like the cold. Uh, but yeah, so that was why I was gone for a little bit, but I'm back. And while I was gone, I had a special day um, that was celebrated in a van for 15 hours driving home from Florida uh, was my birthday. Um, so it wasn't the best birthday because I was in a car for 15 hours and it wasn't even like I was going to arrive in Florida or leaving Florida that day. It was just like a whole day of driving from Virginia. So that was fun. I mean, it was nice to be with family all day, but I would like to not be in a van on my birthday. Um, but yeah, so my birthday was on Sunday, March 19th, um, so now I'm officially 19, and I know you guys are like, oh, she should be doing games right now, but I'm actually gonna do a cool episode for my birthday that's 19 things that, like, I've learned or that I would recommend for you. Um, just some things I've learned in my 19 years, and I'm still learning a lot. 
I mean, every day. Like, um, this isn't like this like perfect list. It's like you shall follow this list and your life will be great. Like, my life, it's had its ups and downs. I've made great friends. I've lost great friends. I've been great places. I've lived in a place where I'd rather not live. I um, uh, have done great things and I have done things that I regret, you know? So it's like, I'm still learning, you're still learning, but here are like some things that I'd like to like encourage you in. Um, if just however old you are like there's some pretty important things so let's stop me chit-chatting about random stuff in my life and let's get on to 19 things Woo! okay number one is a very important one i think and that is to choose your friends wisely like as christians and i've done multiple episodes on friends so i'm not going to go too deep into this but as christians we are called to be disciples and so we should be friends with non-christians like how else are they gonna like see jesus like how else are they going to see jesus in you you know so like acquaintances and friends not, can be non-christians like i would recommend that have your non-christian friends as long as they're not influencing you negatively. Like, I have a lot of non-Christian friends that I grew up with, and they respected that I was a Christian. They knew that I was a Christian. Um, and so when they did stuff that they knew that, like, I wouldn't do because it's not honoring to God, then they, like, wouldn't peer pressure me they wouldn't like invite me which i mean sometimes is like sucks because it's like oh i wish that i could just get an invite but then like that would be hard to say no to so i'm like glad that it's like we were really really good friends at school and we were really really good friends when we hung out and when we hung out like they wouldn't swear around me they wouldn't like do all like these like secular things that i didn't do or like i wouldn't agree with they didn't do that we could have so much fun doing like normal normal stuff like it's not like normal stuff to the world but just like doing fun things that like didn't involve sinning and then um when and then i respected that like they they aren't christians and so they don't, they're not going to have the same values and morals as me and so it's like i would never judge them um but then they would do their own things on the side and i thought that was a good friendship because they never felt peer pressured or pressured to do anything that i wasn't comfortable with or i didn't want to do and then i would invite them to like um, Christian events um, or um, or just different things at my house so that they could see the love of Christ and see who Jesus is through us but like I never like forced them into like Christianity so I think that it was a good balance it was a good friendship but it was just a friendship it didn't grow any deeper but I would say for your close close friends that you're gonna go to with all of your problems with everything that you're struggling with with like advice on boys and different stuff like that i would say make sure that they're a good godly christian almost like the same thing with like dating how i'm like don't be unequally yoked i would say with their best closest friends especially the ones that you're going to go to for advice um if they're like a really close friend you do a lot of stuff with but you don't necessarily go to them for advice and they wouldn't ha i wouldn't say they have to be the same level of christian as you are but like if you go to them for advice, then I would say try not to be unequally yoked with your best friends. Like choose them wisely. Choose someone that pushes you in your faith. Choose someone that encourages you in your faith. Because 
I'm not trying to talk badly about anyone, but like I have had Christian friends um, that it's like when I would go to them for advice, it wasn't necessarily godly advice. And I've had Christian friends that did give me really good godly advice and that was so good. But I've also had Christian friends where it's like they didn't want to talk about Jesus. They didn't, like they went to church on Sunday. They like, I'm not saying that they weren't a Christian, but I'm just saying like as our Christian friends, it was almost still kind of taboo to talk about Jesus and, and talk about that kind of thing. And so I found that that wasn't as um, rewarding of a friendship as I would have liked. No hate to anyone. Like, I'm not talking bad about anyone. Um, but it's like something that I'm trying to look for still is a good Christian friend that's going to like pray for me and push me in my faith and that's what I found with my boyfriend what he does is he'll pray for me and he'll like turn it to God and he'll turn things to the Bible be like what does the Bible say about this what do you think God is doing this like like me right now I'm like I don't know where I'm gonna go to school and he's like okay I'll be praying for you and then I'm also gonna like like go where you feel God's calling you not where you feel like other people are are like telling you to go so yeah those are just I said I was not gonna go deep into it but I did because I just ramble on about everything. But anyway, just choose your friends wisely. Don't settle for friendship because you don't have anyone else. Like, okay, you can settle for like friendships. Mm, like try not to, but like if you're in a small town, like I understand, like it's kind of hard because if you don't have anyone that you really want to be friends with, then it's like, there's not many other options, you know? But, like, for your best friends, don't settle. Find someone that encourages in your faith. Find someone that, like, encourages you as a person. Find someone that, like, loves you for who you are and for who Christ is in you. And not someone that's, like, you feel is, like, oppressing you. Because I've had friends this is I'm not calling anyone out like this isn't anything specific to anyone but I've had friends where I have felt like when I'm my true self I get like judged very easily like I'm a I'm a um, crazy person and uh and I'm extrovert I'm an extroverted introvert but it's like when I feel comfortable or when I'm with someone that I feel comfortable with then it's like I can be loud and I can be crazy and and I'm just being myself and and I'm um and then I felt like some of my friends were like judging me or they'd be like like be like oh haha like don't do that and I'm like oh like like of course I want friends that would like give me good advice like if I was like not picking up social cues or some something then someone would be like hey like I don't know if you're like not reading the screen properly, but I just found that like they kind of made me feel bad for who I was. And so it's like, don't settle for those kind of friendships because I've had so many friendships with so many different people in the past. And I found that the best friendships are the friendships where they accept you for who you are and they love you and they love God. And yeah, that's what I would say. And that was probably like a whole podcast in and of itself. Um, so I have some verses 
So in Proverbs 17, 17, let me find it. Proverbs 17, 17 says, A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for time at adversity. So make sure your friends are loving at all times. Uh, another one is Ecclesiastes 4, 9 to 12. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Um, and then Proverbs 27, 17. As iron sharpen, sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And then Proverbs 12, 26. The righteous chooses their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. So I think in those verses, it's just saying how important it is to have a friend, how important it is to have a good friendship, um, but then also make sure that it's like beneficial to you and it's like sharpening you and it's drawing you closer to God. Um, so yeah, so that's my point number one. That took a long time. Um, but point number two is be a good friend to all. And so that goes with making good friends, but also make sure that you're being a good friend, making sure that you're being someone that everyone knows that they can go to um, just to feel loved. Like, you don't always have to sit and listen to everyone's problems. That's something that I've done and I've found it at times to be really draining because I am dealing with my own stuff and then everyone's coming to me with their problems and I'm the type of personality where I'll like carry everyone else's burdens as well. Um, instead of like giving my own burdens and giving them to God, that's something that I'm definitely working on, but I like carry their weight on my shoulder. And so of course I want to be someone that everyone can feel comfortable talking to and then I can pray about their problems for sure. Um, and, and that's something that I'm getting better at is not carrying the weight. So I'm not saying like be the person that everyone can just talk crap about everyone else to you. Like that's not what I'm saying, but just be someone that everyone knows they can trust and everyone knows that you'll love them no matter what. You'll love them regardless of anything because um, I think that that's so important is just to be a good friend. Like be a good friend to your close friends. That's so important. I know that there have been times where I haven't been the best friend and so that's something that I'm really working on. Um, it, uh, but yeah, so I would just say something that I've learned be a good friend and friendships, if they're a true friend, no matter what's gone wrong, like they'll still love you and they'll forgive you. So then you do the same, like look for true friendships, but also be a true friend. Um, so Luke 6.31, do to others as you'd have them do to you. Um, so that just kind of goes in the line where it's like, what you want from a friendship, you be that friend. Like, treat others how you want to be treated. And then people will want to be your friend because you want to be treated great. They want to be treated great. Treat each other how you wish to be treated. It's going to be a great friendship. Uh, Colossians 3, 12. Says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear each other and forgive one another. If any of you grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. So, like, these are great characteristics of a good friend. 
on just being patient and, and loving and forgiving. That's so important. And then James 4.11 says, Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or a sister or judges them uh, speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you're not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. Um, so that kind of is like, like, don't be the friend that's like going and talking bad about the other friend. Like, you get information from them and you go off and gossip. Like, don't do that. Don't talk slander. Don't talk bad. Um, but just be uplifting to each other. And then last is First John 4.11, which is on this side of the Bible. Dear friends, since God has loved us, we also ought to love one another. So that's just saying love, love, love. That's like probably one of the biggest themes that we're going to see in all of these things is just to love. Okay, and three is I think the biggest one that I've been learning this year. And it's something that I've been learning my whole life and I'm still not perfect at, but I've been getting a lot better, is forgiving others. There are going to be times where you're in conflict with others, maybe you're in conflict with authority, um, like your parents, your teachers, coaches, maybe you're in conflict with friends, maybe you're in conflict with a partner, um, maybe you're in conflict with your siblings, whatever it is, I would recommend that you forgive. I think that's something that uh, I've learned and it's really been helping me um, in like my relationship, it's like when something goes wrong, I used to want to like be like, I'm right and like I'm not gonna apologize until they come to me and say like that they're wrong. Like I used to be like really stubborn and really prideful and um, that cost me some friendships and so now it's like if I get in like a little bit of an argument with someone, right now kind of happens to be my boyfriend, not that we're in an argument right now, but like if I get in an argument, then it's like, I have to tell myself, like, no, Amy, like, you've made mistakes, he's made mistakes, like, you need to forgive, and then also in that forgiving, forgetting, so it's like you're not, like, holding it against them, you know? Like, God's forgiven me for so many things, so then I can forgive other people for so many things. Um, not that there's been anything super big that I've needed to forgive, um, in my relationship right now, but I've just found that me learning that has really helped to keep my relationship going because I feel like it wouldn't be as good as it is now if I like held everything against that person. Again, not that there's a lot to hold against, but like me, I used to be super stubborn, hold everything against. It was really hard for me to forgive. Um, and, and I've also found that like when people have hurt me, they haven't like ask for forgiveness so so that's another reason why I would like hang on to it because I'm like they haven't asked like they like I deserve an apology you know and so um yeah so now I'm usually like an initiator with anyone to be like hey like this is where I went wrong and then I'll like explain myself I'm not trying to make an excuse but be like hey this is where I'm coming from and so I think that's so important is to like not just give a whole bunch of excuses, but I think it is important to explain yourself because there have been times where it's like a whole fight has come up with 
someone that it's like all came out of like misunderstanding or like taking things out of context or like a text you don't know what people like thinking on the other side you can't see their facial expressions you can't hear their tone of voice so you might take it a certain way and then it's like completely different from the way that they were sending it and then you're receiving it bad and then it's like easy for that to start fights um but yeah so anyway just forgive i promise you it is so worth it it like off your chest heavy burden off and and it's so rewarding because you're not spending your life like being mad at everyone and everything but you're spending your life being like you know what Jesus forgave me I can forgive others and and of course if it's something like really bad yes forgive them but like it doesn't mean you have to give them multiple chances like if you're in an abusive relationship, I would encourage you to keep praying and, and keep asking God to help you with forgiveness, but I wouldn't say go back and date that person or like stuff like that where it's like there's like been a boundary crossed. You don't have to like keep like letting that person back into your life, but I would recommend no matter what someone has done to you, work on forgiving them because it's beneficial to you and it's beneficial to them and it's beneficial for you in um, not previous in, um, relationships that come after that. Um, so, whoo, forgiveness. Proverbs 17, 9. Whoever would foster love covers over an offense, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. Um, number four, I would say love. Love everyone. Love constantly. God loved everyone. God is love god is agape love he's unconditional love no matter what you've done no matter where you've been what you've said like god loves you so you love um that's like i think that i found that there are so many christians these days that are so quick to judge and I think that there's a difference between not participating in the sin and still loving someone. So I'm not going to say, I love you, so I'm going to join you in what you're doing. But just love. Like, it's hard because it's like, we as humans are so quick to judge because we live in a sinful world. But like, why are we judging? Like, no one's gonna wanna become a Christian. No one's gonna wanna know more about God if it's like, these people hate me or these people are rude to me or these people are so judgmental or these people like, treat me like crap. They're not gonna be like, hmm, I wanna serve the same God that they serve. You know, cause God never told us to judge. God actually told us the opposite. He says, that's not your job. It's not your job to judge. It's my job. It's like the Holy Spirit's job to convict. Jesus God to Jesus job to save. Our job to love and God's job to judge. Like in the end day, God is gonna judge everyone. So why are we doing that right now? Why aren't we loving people? Why aren't we loving people so they can see Christ loving us and then want to be saved? Like you're not gonna get anyone saved by judging them so encourage people to become saved by letting them see christ just 
live in you and Christ's love just radiate through you. And I'm someone that I am quicker to judge than I would like. I don't verbalize my judgment, but like in my head, there's a lot of judgment going on and I hate that and I'm really trying to work on that. But I'm also trying to work on like if people like talk about Amy Boyd, I want them to be like, she loved everyone and like you could see Jesus in her. Like that's how I want to be described. And so, yeah, that's just something that I really recommend. Just love. Love, 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 love. Um, so 1 Peter 4, 8 to 12. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one, each, one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve the others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To be him, oh, to him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. So it's like, how are people going to see God if they're seeing judgment? God is in judgment. God's love. Um, number five, pray on the armor of God every day. That's something that I've started doing and then stopped for a while. And I'm really finding that it's like I'm starting to go back into depression and I'm starting to like, like, mm, this is so gross. But it's like some days I don't even have the mental energy to like brush my teeth. To like do any hygiene things at all like I don't have the mental strength I barely have the mental strength to like roll out of bed some days and I found that when I was praying on the armor of God that wasn't happening and when I was praying on the armor of God I was more motivated to be in the word I was more motivated to listen to sermons I was more motivated to like listen to worship music instead of listening to secular music like watching secular shows which is not a sin but it's like just as like when I was doing this I the Holy Spirit was fighting my battles for me so there's like this spiritual war going all around my head where it's like on good days I'm like okay I'm gonna wake up I'm gonna read my Bible I'm gonna listen to worship music and as I'm getting ready I'm gonna listen to a Christian podcast where then it's like on other days it's like oh I have to roll out of bed and then like once I roll out of bed I like put on a show while I'm like doing my makeup and like and then just like the rest of the day is just kind of like a downward spiral and it's just like I'm not feeling God even though like he's with me like I'm, I'm not really feeling him and people probably aren't seeing him in my life um yeah so I just that's what I found and and when I like am praying on the armor of God it's like we don't always realize it but the spiritual war is going on a long time like it's not just sometimes when you feel it it's like going on constantly and so you don't want to get to the point where it's like you have no defense and you're getting pummeled and crushed you want to be the point where you see he can't touch you he's all the way over there because you got god and you got the armor of god Let's see how long is this Okay. So the armor of God. Finally, be strong 
in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against the power of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore put the armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand the ground and after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with a breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted in the readiness that comes with the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, which you can extinguish all the flames, flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert, always be praying for the Lord's people. So, this is just saying all like the armor of God, pray over you constantly. When you're walking, pray over you. When you're going to bed, pray over you. Like, God's with you. And He's got you, and He's already won the war. But we should be putting this on like it's like if you have full armor and you're like this armor can protect me from anything like it's bulletproof it's bomb proof it's this proof it's that proof and there's a war going on around you but you're not wearing the armor what good is it gonna do if you get shot at or if a bomb falls on you it ain't gonna do anything for you there's no point in having all this armor sitting in your corner if you're not wearing it. Just saying. So, put on the armor of God and it will help you so much. I'm going to end this episode here because it's like really long. It's like 30 minutes. And I know most podcasts are like an hour, but like, I don't think anyone wants to listen to my voice for that long. So, what do we stop it at? Five? Oh my goodness, that's half a lot. Okay, so we'll do, we'll do part two, maybe even a part three if we go at this pace. Um, but thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, it's something that I've been learning, and hopefully it's going to help you. And if I can say anything, do everything you do in love, and that's going to cover everything that I just told you. And then also pray on the armor of God. But then in praying on the armor of God, you're going to be really filled with the Holy Spirit. And what's the Holy Spirit? Love. It all intertwines. So come back next week to listen to the podcast because I'm so, whoa, I'm so, so, so excited to tell you what the final, like number 19 is. Um, it's really good advice that I was given when I was in Florida by a family friend. Um, so I'm really excited to share that. And that kind of wraps up everything even more than love does. Um, so yeah, have a good week.